1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom Yeah, that was another video I saw yesterday. So it was 24 hours, I guess, after it happened. These girls appeared to be on the beach for the sunrise and... The description said they heard the car crash through the gates. So they pulled out their phone, you know. What do you what do you do? You pull out your phone, we're gonna videotape whatever's going on. (laughs) And then they did. And it was crazy. And I thought this can't be Virginia. Is that Virginia Beach? Who would do that? Ride down the pier? And it was. And and I I but supposedly the car is fifteen feet under the water. And I don't know whether the divers have gotten to the car to see if there's a person or people in the car. That it seems like they're kind of missing that pretty important element of the story. The the ones that I looked up. And did you rescue these people or the person or did they get out? What? Yeah, they haven't been able to do any of that yet because hmm. of the water. How tough the surf has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah out there and you know i'd be scared to take a car out onto one of those fishing piers you know they don't feel like they're the most stable things in the first place uh, right and today. some of those piers you know with a car you wouldn't have to venture far to the left or right accidentally to go off go the right. side yeah i mean so, was it a suicide or what i mean yeah who knows we'll find out probably yeah all right well thank you gary yep. i appreciate it that's a pretty horrible story to get started with but you know it is the news after a weekend at least it's not a bunch of um shootings in downtown Richmond uh or Henrico that I'm aware of. We'll probably get those tomorrow, right? 807 on this Monday. It's the 29th day of January, 2024. I'm John Reed, and we are glad you're with us here on News Radio W R V A. Were you tracking on the uh, the the Trump trial, the defamation story? You know I should have asked Karen Michael earlier this morning. I doggone it, I forgot to ask her about this. I didn't talk about it a lot last week because I kept thinking I must be missing something. Is this defamation case really about Trump saying he's innocent and t- saying she's a liar? I mean, I, I, I don't know. In that, wouldn't? Aren't you allowed to defend yourself? Aren't you allowed to say I didn't do it and the person lied? I mean, hopefully you're not lying, right? But I just is that does that rise to the level of defamation? I mean, it'd be one thing if you went out and started trying to destroy her business kind of tangential to the case. I think that might make sense, you know, like they do to Donald Trump all the time. They always go after Donald Trump with things that don't have anything to do with him and, his, um, and the, and the cases against him, and they, they go after his businesses. So I think that might make sense to me if you said, hey, I accused you of something, and then you organize people to try to destroy some other part of my life Uh, Maybe, but to say I didn't do it and you're a liar and you're gross looking, I mean, $83 million for that? Or I I must be missing something. There's no way that that's America, right? How does this play going forward? How does Donald Trump play in Virginia? This is all this conversation about how he he can win Pennsylvania, he can win Michigan, he can win Georgia, that the the trend working people are abandoning Joe Biden and uh, minorities are abandoning Joe Biden. What do you think is happening here in Virginia? Um, Is there any evidence of that? You know, Bob Holdsworth with Decide Smart, who's covered a lot of different election cycles, presidential and otherwise, and probably understands the Virginia electorate, you know certainly better than most people uh Dr. Holsworth is with us this morning what do you think about that is there any indication that Donald Trump is going to do better in Virginia this time around or is it everybody's kind of solid on their their um team
0: <laughs> You know, most of the polls, John, that I've seen in Virginia show that Trump is doing a little better than he did in 2020, where he lost by 10. Um, A recent VCU poll had him down by three. I think I saw another poll that had him down by eight or nine. So I'm not sure that they're going to spend that much time trying to compete in Virginia, because if Donald Trump is close in Virginia or if Donald Trump wins in Virginia, he's certainly going to win a lot of these other competitive battleground states.
1: So it doesn't do much good to try to close the gap here, go focus on those other states, and then maybe if you're effective at communication, it'll just have a ripple effect. But you have a better chance of closing the gap in the other states.
0: Yeah, those other, uh, you know, he lost to, uh, to Hillary Clinton by five. He lost to Joe Biden by ten. Um, it's not to say that he couldn't do better here in Virginia, Mm -hmm. but it wouldn't be, I think, target number one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's been interesting trying to talk to some of the Trump campaign people. You know, we've got a few people who are willing to come on the air here, but a lot of the other ones, I think they're, they're not rude about it, but they're just, I think they're focused elsewhere. What does that translate to with the Virginia General Assembly? And, um, gosh, even the people who are thinking about running, statewide uh, it's got to be a daunting thing to be thinking about if you're thinking of spending the next 18 months of your life running statewide and and donald trump in absentia could really impact that race
0: well you know when he was president he impacted uh results in virginia pretty negatively the democrats mm-hmm. did extraordinarily well you know that's when uh, ralph northam you know, got elected governor by right. eight points, which was more than we normally saw. And that's when the Democrats took control in 2019 of both houses of the General Assembly. And in fact, that gave the Democrats, I think, a little bit of complacency. They thought that Virginia had turned absolutely blue right. only to see uh, Governor Yunkin carry the state in 2021. Is there
1: anything... That you're watching in the General Assembly now that indicates that anybody's taking a pause here. I, I, you know, of course, I follow a lot of Republicans who are pointing out all of the things that I would consider to be radical that Republicans consider to be radical. But uh, objectively, it, it, do you do you think the Democrats are feeling good about their win and they're just going for broke?
0: Yeah, here's the interesting thing, John, that I find um, most fascinating, that if you look at all these polls, Governor Youngkin's popularity approval rating is relatively high. It's mm-hmm. over 50 percent. Joe Biden's 39 or 40. But the gem- Democrats don't seem to have much fear of him at all. Uh, they're going to do what they want to do. They're mm-hmm. passing legislation on minimum wage. They're, uh, you know, basically saying, oh, we're happy to cooperate so long as it's basically on our terms. Right. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why is that why do you it's been a conversation I've had with a lot of people that you know you're right the governor it's great to be above 50% I mean at one point the poll was up to 58% my theory was and this is not a knock on Glenn Youngkin because I like the guy um, and I'm glad he's the governor as a partisan but his that that poll number is based on kind of soft things all of the the ribbon cuttings and the business stuff and the the nice pictures that the hot dog stands and, you know, he comes across like a nice guy. So people like him. It's not built on tough, being tough and standing up against bad stuff and getting them to go, well, he's, you know, he's he's strong. Is that unfair, you think, to dissect it that way or analyze?
0: No, it I, I don't think it's unfair at all that. W- what I see is that, you know, largely he is the Virginia economy has been doing pretty well. So I think people aren't very upset at that overall. The economy's done, I think, as good, if not better, than we've seen in a lot of other states. Secondly, as you said, Governor Yunkin is a a warm, welcoming individual to many people, and they like his style. He's not in your face all the time. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he just lost the recent election. And so the Democrats take a look at that, and that's more important to them than the governor's approval rating. I said he can have this approval rating, but when he ran against us, he wasn't able to flip the Senate and we were able to flip the House. So I think at the end of this session, you're going to see the governor veto a lot of the Democratic legislation that's going to get passed. And ultimately, they're going to have a contest and a fight over the budget because the Democrats are not going to agree at all to the range of tax cuts he'd like to put put forward. So we're sort of in the preliminaries here, they'll agree on certain things like mental health, um, dealing with the opioid crisis, child care. But on a lot of key budget issues, there's going to be disagreement, and we're not going to see that disagreement emerge uh, for a few more weeks.
1: Do you think the governor's attitude going forward in the next 23 months is, all right, the election's over, and I'm, I'm not running for president, so I'm going to... Um, hammer my political opponents? Or some of some of my friends are kind of worried that he's going to do some horse trading on things they care about to attempt to look like he's reached across the aisle. I don't know what the end result of that would be if he still holds out hope for some other office past this one. Do, is there any indication of what his mindset is or the people around
0: him? What I think thinking? the latter is probably what he's going to do, John. Mm. I think that uh, by and large, um, there is at least a certain amount of um, <clears throat> sort of disenchantment with the opportunity to run nationally. Yeah. I think if he's looking for a political future, one might see a run against Mark Warner for Senate in 2026 might be a likely um, outcome. you certainly going to get a lot of pressure from national Republicans to do this because of his approval rating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you've seen As I said, I don't think this tax cut, which is is, is going to go very far, though he thinks it's probably good for him, at least in Republican circles, politically. I've been a little bit surprised about the effort and the uh, emphasis they put into bringing the Wizards and the the Capitals to Virginia and to Alexandria, uh, largely because, you know, the governor got 24 percent of the vote in Alexandria uh, and a lot of people in, you know, Southside and Southwest Virginia, a lot of Republicans who want to support the governor are being asked now to vote for something which really doesn't benefit the part of the state that voted for the governor uh, very much at all. So my sense is that he is uh, trying to kind of adjust himself and and recalibrate a little bit. Um, By and large, you're still going to hear him talk about the things that um, were important to him. I think the tax cuts and parents matter are going to be issues that he's going to try to keep in the forefront, but by and large, he can't accomplish very much right now unless the Democrats agree uh, with him, and those are going to be issues that are not in what you might call um, sort of the Republican conservative wheelhouse. Well,
1: I want to talk to you after uh, Mayor Lavar Stoney gives his State of the City address tomorrow night. I don't know what he's going to focus on that he thinks is a big success, but since he's running for governor, I, th- I think he'll get a lot more attention on that speech than normal, and I'll be curious as to see whether that even begins to rival what uh, uh, Abigail Spanberger, the Democrat congresswoman, who's also running for governor, has to say. So stand by for that phone call, because mm-hmm. I'll be curious to what you're thinking. Dr. Bob Holdsworth. With Decide Smart, thank you, sir. Appreciate it.
0: Have a great day, John. You, you take too. care.
1: Eight seventeen. We're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.